Welcome to Sanity Check, a podcast devoted to staying informed and sane in the time of Trump. I'm Ben, and I'm joined tonight by Mike. Hey, Andrew is on assignment this week. We are recording on the evening of, um, what, what, what day is today? Thursday? Thursday. Thursday, February 15th, 2018. Valentine's Day. Yes, it is Valentine's Day. Today is day 391 of the resistance. Oh, Jesus. I know, it's sad. If you enjoy what you hear, you can subscribe on iTunes, at the Google Play Store, or at our website, sanitycheckpod.com. So, I think that... You have to do the first topic. Yeah. As as horrible as this is going to be, I think it is incumbent on us to discuss the horrendous mass shooting that took place yesterday in Parkland, Florida, where 17, I believe, people were killed by a 19-year-old white supremacist. Um, I've, I have, like, no... I mean, yeah. I, I don't even know what to say at this point. I mean, my feelings are very similar to the last time this happened. Was that like a week ago or two weeks ago? Yeah. I don't even remember. I mean, it's like, of course, uh, I have to phrase this correctly. Um, my thoughts are, of course, with the victims, um, but mostly my thoughts are with um, the assholes who are sending their thoughts and prayers instead of actively doing anything to prevent these sorts of atrocities from happening. I mean, I, I, I think that it's time that we simply declare the NRA a terrorist organization. Oh my God. I mean, like, how are they not a terrorist organization? They like, they, they spot literally sponsor with money, terror and mass murder. I just I don't even and they bribe sure, but I mean they bribe know. politicians to yes, allow them to do it. They do that and they participate in campaigns. John McCain has taken almost 8 million dollars from the NRA alone. Oh, I'm sure they I mean haven't all of them. Yeah, I mean the NRA they, is a partisan lobbying organization. I mean and they're not the only they're not the whole gun lobby. I mean there's a, the the biggest part. Um, but I mean, as far as I'm concerned, they are a terrorist organization. They are criminals. They should be treated as such. Uh, Do you it, think it should that be illegal. Would, it's interesting. You're taking an angle that is a little different from the angle that I think about where I, I, my thoughts go back to Australia and what they did to sort of approach their gun problem. That's more, a, a, that's a solution based Oh, are we not? Sort of. <laughs> Wait, what are we? What, what are I'm you still, doing? I'm still in the anger base. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I feel like, I mean, we have we have free speech, so the NRA is allowed to say whatever they want. I think the real the problem is that the problem is really in our political system, to me, where there's a there's just a failure to do perform the basic functions that they're supposed to perform to like look at what's happening in the world and react to it appropriately. Well, there there is certainly free speech and I fully support free speech. Um but free speech does not protect uh in the incitement of violence um and uh certain Some of those as- new ads they made are a little bit much. Yeah, and certain aspects of hate speech. Um and 
I think the NRI, NRA really crosses that line. Um, and uh, I mean, the, it's quite clear that they have chosen the quote-unquote rights of gun owners over the right of uh, children and people in places of worship or wherever uh, to live peacefully and not get shot to death. They're mainly, they work for the gun companies. That's who they're like, that's who they're looking out for. Presumably. I mean, I'm, I says, that's my current belief about how they work is I mean, where all just money comes from. From a pure capitalistic point of view, like, I mean, who else would it be, right? Yeah, and then, I didn't, it's funny, I was not thinking about the NRA at all, but they certainly have a lot of blame, but then... It's not just them, right? I don't. I don't think if we got rid of them tomorrow, it, like if they just decided to disband the organization tomorrow, I don't think that. I, you know what? That actually might really help. <laughs> I think it would have a significant. Impact. I, I changed my mind there. The because I mean, you have sentence. you have half of the politicians in the country who refuse to discuss gun control. Well, because or, they know this is the political problem: is that the opinion on gun control is a majority of people think that we should have a lot more gun control, but they sort of think it mildly. And then a small, but extremely passionate group of people believes that we shouldn't have any gun control. But for that reason, in the political system, those more passionate people have a lot more influence. Well, and they also accept millions of dollars from the NRA. And if they didn't spout the NRA's line, then they wouldn't get those millions of dollars. Politicians will lose their primaries if they don't say the right things. Well, it's true. I mean, and, and you even see this issue on our side of the aisle. I mean, uh, Democrats are, um, uh, to use a really politically incorrect term, they're complete pussies when it comes to guns, oh, most of them. Um, well, and I mean... It, I mean, it, it, it gets to a point where Democrats feel that they have to say, you know, while I am a, a strong proponent of the Second Amendment, I think that we should have much stronger gun control rather than if the NRA people comes don't need them, guns. Or if they have a bad, you know, if they get a reputation as wanting to take everybody's guns away, they'll lose primary. Not in like New York City or San Francisco, but there's large districts where maybe well, and this if, is changing, too, because yeah. this this is an issue that I think has a generational difference. It is. I, I mean, I'm hoping that we'll see something akin to what happened with same-sex marriage, where very quickly... Where Joe Biden will come out for Right, Joe Biden yeah. will save the day. Um, but also, you'll, you'll see that um, the political class was not in tune with where the current and next generation of voters were on the subject. And it turned out that the country was totally ready for same-sex marriage, and much faster than yeah, I'm a lot less optimistic was about that. I think the gay marriage thing—the reason it was so able to move so quickly—is that there were people who thought gay people shouldn't get married, but it didn't really—it didn't have any impact on their own life. That gay, yeah. you know, gay people started getting married, and they were like, "Oh well, my life is still the same." It turns they didn't out have to. They didn't have to turn in their heterosexuality. Right, exactly. It wasn't like the government came to their door and was like, right. you're gay now because we have, right. you have to have a same-sex... You know, whereas, like, whereas Obama whereas was going to personally stuff. come and steal their guns. I mean, that's there were a lot of conspiracy theories to that general effect. But, I mean, I mentioned Australia earlier. Right, and just, so we should go and steal their guns. 
I don't. Th- it was a mandatory buyback, so no one yeah. stole any. Although I guess it's an interesting question of interpretation. I'd if, be happy if I to say, get, like you to have cut to them sell a check. This. <laughs> I mean, it's like in the whole argument too many guns. about a well-organized militia is ridiculous. Well, I mean, regulated militia. Well regulated. Don't you love the Sorry. Second Amendment enough? Yeah. I'm a, no, no, clearly not. I mean, they, you know, that was written at a time when militias could actually have you know, a chance of uh, not instantly being slaughtered against the military as demonstrated by, say, the Revolutionary War. You're talking about how the well-regulated militia idea pretty clearly was intended to be like, towns need to be able to defend themselves from, like, marauders. Or the Redcoats. I mean, well, that's who I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I don't care how many um, rednecks with AR-15 assault rifles there are if they went up against any modern military with tanks and planes that's not who they're you the 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 storyline that they think about is not about them going to war with an army like an organized nation state it's about them going to war with like people who live in cities Well, sure, but they, what they like to talk about is if the U.S. government became tyrannical, then they could stand up for their rights. If the U.S. Yeah, Army did that and sent in the National Guard or some other part, portion of the U.S. military, um, all of these uh, uh, assholes with AR-15s would die in about three nanoseconds. Well, sure, but I mean, the, that's... Of course that's true, but I think that... I don't really take that seriously. I think they they say that to explain why they want to have guns, but that's not the real reason. That's just what they say. Yeah, I mean, there's. I think there's a very small percentage of like survivalist preppers who think, well, think that the whole world is going to end. Yeah, and they're excited because then yeah. when the world ends, they'll have all these guns and they can make everybody do whatever they say. Frankly, I think they have a more legitimate argument than the militia types. But uh, Well, the militia types just want, are white supremacists, right. typically. And so they want to have the guns before the race war. Right. Yeah, right. Which is, um, so earlier I was saying that, you know, they'll be like, oh, well, we need a regulated militia in case the federal government tries to do something. And I'm like, that's not what it really is. It's for... By federal government, they mean black and brown people. It's you know, it's interesting to a large extent. I think that is a lot of the source of resentment and suspicion of the federal government from some communities. Oh, definitely, is that they are seen as helping and protecting people of color. You know, with that affirmative action. Well, this all goes and... back to the Civil War when the federal government did physically protect a whole bunch of people of color. I mean, to some extent, obviously, they were still racist. Well, but n- making slavery illegal, I think, was a big making improvement. Making slavery illegal, giving people the right to vote, giving people, was, you know... It was an improvement. Giving, like, yielding after decades of battle on the part of people of color, being like, we are now generously giving you the right to vote, and this is something cool we're doing. As long as you're a man. As long as you're... Yeah, well, of course. you. Yeah. Um, it was impl- implied when I said you that it was a <laughs> right. man. Um, but the point is, this the gun fanaticism is all about sort of expecting slash like looking forward with eager anticipation to a time of social disorder such that they can start killing people. Yeah, when you can shoot the the people with the dark skin. Yes, that's what they like to do. Yeah, I mean I I just like I've had enough. It's like it's it 
I just want to take away guns from everyone. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, the reason I, I don't know what to say is I'm like decades past having yeah. had enough. I remember Columbine, and I thought we should have done something. Well, I, and then, I mean, uh, Newtown. I mean, it's like when little five, six-year-olds are being slaughtered, and uh, that's not enough to... A lot of people to... think of that as the time when it became clear that we're never going to do yeah. anything. Because, like, mean, if that's not enough... It's, and it's so insane. I mean, we're the only you know, first world country in the world that has this problem. I'm, it's nice that you still think of us as a first world country. We're, we're a first world country in waiting. We're like, it's like, we're like, pardon our appearance. Like, yeah. while we... <laughs> we're under renovation. We're like LaGuardia Airport. Right. <laughs> it, it could be nice in a few years. Ugh. Poor it was, America. It, 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 I like, just no... feel so shitty for those kids. Because like... We're more like Penn Station. We were really beautiful back in the day. And now, now we're, we're a garbage where the Knicks pit. play basketball. Yeah. Um, did you hear the thing about how this guy who did all the shooting was... Um, a former student and so yes he he like knew how the drills worked and that's how he escaped yeah he just blended in he and didn't he, even have uh, they, enough courage so to kill here's himself here's another angle on this so donald trump who is terrible yes. was saying how like he he was like you know oh you gotta report this guy to the police kids like he, he tweeted at the kids to be to do some victim right. blaming it's some freelance fault, victim right, yeah. blaming and but like they did from what i understand uh, yes, apparently he was on the the local police's radar, he was on the FBI's radar. And he still got to pick up all these guns. He was... How, I don't know how many guns he used, was it just the one gun? I, I've only seen about the one assault rifle um, with well, a lot of it was more magazines. than zero, and that was the big problem. Um, and he, a, uh, a white supremacist... A white supremacist organization today confirmed that he was in, a member um, of that organization and had participated in um like paramilitary style practice events with them race war camp that they go into the woods on weekend it's like space Uh, camp but for killing people with dark skin um so the thing you were talking about calling the nra a terrorist organization but i mean to me that is a much more yeah, well, there are terrorist organizations too. Well, the right, white supremacists. But this was, sure. And this goes back to how Loretta Lynch was not allowed to study the like criminal potential of white supremacist groups. Do you remember this whole thing? Yes. Where the FBI was like, "Holy shit, these white supremacists are fucking nuts. They're a danger to the country." And, and all the Republicans were like, "How dare you, sir?" That's white culture. How dare you impugn our, our fun young men? It's our Anglo-American our Anglo American culture, like uh, Jeff Sessions said. I'm sorry. I'm accurately giving them a southern accent in my in my impersonation. <laughs> yeah. um, but well, let's remember when they that, and so they train the guy yeah. and then he kills all these children. I'm like this. That seems suspicious. And, and let's remember it is illegal. It is against the law for the CDC and the NIH to study firearms as a public health issue. So you you are. It's literally illegal to study the medical and public health impact of uh, well, cause firearms. Well, the Republicans know what they would say, where they'd be like, holy shit, we've got so many fucking guns. It's a, mir- every- it's a miracle like, we're everyone not is all gonna dead. Die. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it's just, it's it's so disgusting and horrifying. It's and And horrible. the kind of person you would have to be to be a Republican politician protecting these people yeah, I used I mean, to think really highly of Republican politicians, right, but until, not anymore. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, you know, I mean, with their principled stand against Donald Trump, you know, you would think they were good people. A couple of them made some mild statements of outrage. Well, I was glad to see that Bob Corker is walking back his retirement. Yeah, Bob Corker is totally chilled yeah. out. He's like, you know what? Actually, I was uh, I was wrong. Trump's a great guy. It's not um, a daycare center. It's actually oh, it's a adult. Uh... It's uh, college. Yes. <laughs> no, because Republicans are against higher oh, education, that's right. too. It's no, but a, it's like a parochial school. Yeah, it's a, it's a, a, a religious school, but what only call, Christian. Like, what, evangelical. It's like a madrasa for evangelical for white Christian. nationalists. Yeah. Well, right. but, but we repeat ourselves. Do you think all evangelicals are white nationalists or just most of them? I go with most. It does seem like. Yeah. I bet there's an overlap. Yeah, I mean, there's clearly, clearly an overlap, but I I don't like to tar every single person of a group. We're, just, we're alienating the, the hell out of our audience here because you know we're huge yeah. in white evangelical community. <laughs> hey, uh, white evangelicals uh, and supremacists, you can go fuck yourself. Don't vote for Donald Trump, idiots. But but listen to our show. Yeah, buy the yeah. stamps. dot com. <laughs> we don't yeah. have new sponsors. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sign up at Blue Apron. The slash... joke's on them. They can't do anything to protest our <laughs> shitty views. Blue, blueapron.com slash white supremacists. Go fuck yourself for your discount. <laughs> that cannot be a real website. You're going to have to type it in and find out. White supremacy is a dead-end ideology dot edu. <laughs> yeah. So, so speaking of... Uh, assholes who are probably also white supremacists let's do it we, ha- we had an interesting um yet seemingly very familiar saga at the white house uh since we last spoke involved this my... the guy who beats his wife or whatever yeah, my, my former college Is classmate just in the last you went to college with rob porter i did well technically no, he you um, did not. he's cannot be our age he's got to be older well than he's us. older he uh he's mormon and so he he went he, he did the mission in the middle trip. of college that he guy's went mormon? On, on a mission yeah that's fucked up but he he graduated with my class in college i did not know him of course um, i don't know which religion like i'm like i was about to be like i wouldn't have expected a mormon to be beating his wife but i'm like i don't know like who would i expect to beat yeah. his wife I, I checked in with some people who are uh involved in some of the a more political um, activities in college, and none of them knew him either. So. I, I hear he and Hope Hicks broke up. Oh, did they? I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. It's a Hope rumor. Hicks has interesting taste in men. Yeah, first... interesting is right. She likes yeah. violent morons. First Corey Lewandowski, and then this loser. Actually, Rob Porter, nobody's ever said he was a moron. Right, right. But he was a... is very violent. He was about to be promoted to deputy chief of staff. I mean, right. he must have been very talented. I... Don't I know you're being sarcastic, but like nobody who works in this white the, the the IQ ceiling is at about a fifty. But you know, it's like okay, obviously him beating both of his ex wives and and probably his ex girlfriend who uh, told the story is really terrible and horrible. Yeah, and nobody like that should news. be working like anywhere, let alone the White House. Um, but uh, from a from a macro perspective, that almost isn't even the big story here. Oh shit! Um, you know, it. I think the big story is is the the fact that the White House then lied about um, what and when they knew about. Well, of course, because the real story would have made them look like horrible villains. Right. So, the, so about when they How knew about you, all of this, you can't because ask he, them not to lie in a situation like that. It has come out that there are like a hundred people 
working at senior levels of the White House who have interim security clearances because hey, that's they the can't... second best kind of security clearance. Because they cannot get cleared for permanent security they're clearances. they're all like, in huge because debt of to the some Russian so- mafia. You right. know what it is. Because they're all criminals. This includes Jared Kushner and money laundering people. It includes Sarah Huckabee Sanders. includes the Deputy Press Secretary Raj Shah. Um, that was the one who called Trump a deplorable. I think Steve Mnuchin is like the only guy who has an well, actual security clearance. he's like legitimately clearance. rich. He actually seems to be like one of the – he's not the worst of them. I think he's basically what you see is what you get, which is that he's awful. He's like, hey, I'm a rich asshole. And his wife like, is even more awful, but that's... I read that's, a profile of her in Elle magazine. Yes. It was sort of too bad. Um, but that's kind of the extent of it. They, I didn't just realize awful. Scotland tolerated a wealth gap of that magnitude. You know, it's it's impressive. She did well for herself. So, well, she had all the money. She has more money than he does, I think. She didn't need to marry him. Uh, but but he's case, so hot. Yeah, he is. He's a very good-looking man. I love seeing Wonder Woman because right there at the beginning it was like and brought to you by Stephen Mnuchin and I was like oh fuck like what? (laughs) Uh, There was some other movie I watched recently where he was um, oh the King Arthur good lord you saw that? It was terrible I do not recommend it. You need to get like a siren gif to be like this is the big breaking news is that you were dumb (laughs) enough to see that shitty movie. It was terrible it was really bad. It looked bad and I didn't see it. What no. are we talking about? So we're doing Rob Porter. So Rob Porter hit his wife, and then they, she divorced him, and then he got another wife, and then he and then was the like, FBI... no, I'm so angry, i got to hit this one too. Right. And then the FBI told the White House about it 11 months ago. <laughs> and then the White House was like, oh boy, geez, well I guess we'll take that, uh, and they, well, they were that like, on this pile over here. They took it back to the FBI, and they were like, mm, would you reconsider? And well, the FBI and was like, like hey, no. You know, what's fun about this is, that's a <laughs> felony, maybe. Like, this is a crime and, like, a shameful story. And so if someone knew about this, they could blackmail this guy. Yes. And he sees all the documents. And, the, and Trump was like, oh, yeah, that's a good point. I got to um, go back to watching Hannity, but I'll definitely For the remember. next 11 months. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, right, and then once again, uh, they were only shamed into firing him when it came out. And they in, were such like they the were media. very petulant about it too. Like Trump was like, "I can't believe these false allegations are destroying." He's such a great a guy. He He's denies got really it. Strong hands. I mean, when you need right. a woman punched in the face, he'll go, he'll do it. All, I mean, just look at those pictures. He did a really good job of beating them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's funny because Trump didn't. Trump said like, "Oh, I gotta look it up." He said something really funny, like, "You know, I'm totally against domestic violence. Like, everybody should know. I'm like totally, totally." There's against no it. one who is against it more than me. Um, I know uh, from experience that domestic violence is no fun. He is, of course, accused himself of domestic violence by one of Ivana. his former wives. He, um, he. Well, I mean, the allegation that Ivana made. Is that he beat the crap out of her and raped her. And raped her because of a scalp reduction surgery that went wrong. And it was her surgeon who did it. Well, I think his idea was, like, she recommended it or something. Which, like, that's really cool. So, you know, it doesn't surprise me at all that he wouldn't be outraged about a guy. Because he's like, you know, look, sometimes you have to beat your wife. Now, I would, of course, expect this from Trump. But the, uh, so the supposed... Grown up in the room, oh, the noble, a huge, huge asshole, John Kelly, who hates black women and uh, thinks that they're lazy and immigrants are just lazy and need to get off their asses. He's bad news. And then he just uh, deported them extremely violently while he was running uh, DHS. And, Didn't he run uh, Gitmo? Uh, I'm not sure on that one. I I, just, let me. I'm going to look that. that up because I think he did, and that for me, that's like he's clearly a piece of shit. 
um, and I'm happy to say that as many times as necessary. People but on he, Twitter are mad that people are being disrespectful to him because he was like a general and stuff. Well, this has nothing to do with his military service. This is just that he's a huge asshole. I think it is true that people who are in the military can be can be jerks. And they can have conducted themselves fine in their military service. Or, you know, not. Or not. I mean, they're just not connected. Um, that he, So he's the chief of staff, uh, which means that he, like, one of his primary jobs is to be in charge of White House personnel. Um, the, the two people who are most in charge of White House personnel are the chief of staff and the uh, White House counsel, Don McGahn. Um, and uh, they both, and Kelly in particular, uh, lied about, again, what they knew and when they knew it. Um, and, uh, I mean, there's been various stuff floating around John Kelly for the last couple of months, um, uh, Trump being unhappy with him about this and that. But um, there's been a lot of backbiting and anonymous quotes um, complaining about how Kelly's through staffers under the bus. I'm assuming that this is coming mostly from Sarah Huckabee Sanders and Hope Hicks and so on. Um, Hope Hicks is very mysterious to me. Uh, but it seems like there's a pretty decent chance that Kelly's going to lose his job over this uh, sooner or later. Do you think so? I'm not sure I think that's true. Well, that's why I said decent chance. I didn't say... Def- I think in a normal administration, he would have been fired already. Um, because you can't you can't lie. Yeah, but what I mean, sure, of course. No, no, in like a this. normal administration, none of these idiots would even be working there. I realize I keep calling them stupid, like it's bad to be stupid. There are many really good, stupid people. These people are evil. That's the, what's wrong with them. But they would all have lost their jobs. And he's already burned through how many chiefs of staff? Two, three, two. Uh, Priebus this is the, and Scaramucci. This is the second chief of staff. Uh, oh no, Scaramucci no, Scar- was a press secretary. Scaramucci was, so this is just no, he, the he second the, one. Scaramucci was communications director. Um, with we, we, such a short time, we, we are on the third deputy chief of staff, though. Um, over a hundred members of the senior administration have have left the administration since we had another another one lead in a pretty ominous note this past week. Rachel Brand, the <laughs> associate attorney general. Yeah. We can. I don't consider her a member of the administration. I guess technically. Well, maybe she, she was is. the number. Th- she was the number three person at the Department of Justice, and if Rod Rosenstein uh, gets fired, then she would have yeah, been wait, the so person overlooking... What, so this is, this is a newsworthy thing. So let's see, yeah. did we finish the Rob Porter thing? The Rob I, th- Porter? I think we so did. Rob- the White House lied completely about it in, in the classic, like, not at all organized way they always do, like where it's like 15 independent people freaking out and just making something up all at right. the same time. So and they then look, they look like idiots. And then Chris Ray, no, the FBI baddies. director, under oath in front of Congress, said that he told them about, or the FBI told them about it eleven months ago. Yeah, that was Christopher um, Ray. Yeah, um, and so yeah, Porter is gone, and then it has since come out that he was actually being considered for a promotion to deputy chief of staff. So not only were they not getting rid of him, but they were thinking of promoting him to the uh, number two. Um, White House staff job, which is just mind-boggling. Um, he was but, the general in charge of the Guantanamo Bay detention facility. 
Uh, that makes sense. I mean, he's. I mean, I'm getting this from the ACLU webpage. He's a pretty sadistic-seeming individual. Oh, but the citation is from a Defense Department news briefing. I think that's probably pretty believable. That sounds pretty believable. Uh, but yeah, so Rachel Brand uh, left to take a corporate job with Walmart. Um, Low prices every day. Yeah, it's. I mean, maybe it was a really good offer. I don't know. I'm sure it was a really good offer. But it's weird that she she would take it because she's only been in her current role for nine months. It's true, and um, but I think she didn't want to have anything to do with the Russia investigation, like the Mueller right. thing and all right. that. I mean, if, if she had ended up in charge of it, if Rosenstein had been fired, that would have put a lot of personal pressure and the spotlight on her. Um, well, it's and with, Rosenstein getting fired is sort of a Saturday Night Massacre type scenario where Trump right. is looking for people to fire him to get rid of Mueller, and he'll keep firing people until somebody will get rid of Mueller. I mean, and I it, think she it, didn't want to get in the way of that. So it seems like what what Trump and his people are doing is they're trying to avoid a Saturday Night Massacre type scenario and instead they're firing basically everyone else um, who is involved and replacing them with lackeys and just undermining... Uh, Mueller and making his job as difficult as possible. So are you interpreting her leaving as her working? Is, does you think that helps Trump, or do you think it hurts Trump? Oh, it helps him. It helps It definitely him. helps him. I, I, I'm not saying that she was in cahoots with it. I think that I mean, there, there's some talk that she was not happy in her position. Well, she I mean, not, who would be? Right. She was not happy dealing with the Trump administration. Um, so I'm sure they made her life miserable. Um, but now, the next person up is the solicitor general who is a direct trump appointee and presumably someone um who he has more confidence that would do his bidding um and it's all pretty unpleasant but i mean maybe that walmart job is just really great no of course it was more to it than that i mean she she it seems like she decided to like pull the ripcord you know she was like look i gotta get out of this she probably she doesn't know. I mean, nobody knows what exactly is going to happen. No, but it sure seems like it could get pretty gnarly over the next couple of months or years. And I and think in- for her, if she's th- if she's thinking about that versus like a very well compensated corporate job, that seemed more appealing to her. Well, I, I totally get why that would be more. Oh, appealing. I don't blame her. I blame her a little bit because I feel like once you go work for the Department of Justice, you're supposed to make a commitment. In like Sally Yates to help did. America, yeah. Sally Yates showed maybe some more backbone there. You know, it's interesting. We didn't put this on the agenda, but I was thinking about the midterms and how things are taking a turn. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's. I mean that 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 one's tough to say. I mean, the polls have not looked as great for the last several weeks, certainly. Um, but it, you know, I mean, it's hard to know what exactly to make of short-term polling trends. The reason I was thinking of it is, I I find that in my the way I'm thinking about the whole situation is, I don't put very much hope in the Mueller thing anymore. I think I've been sort of worn down on that by how I feel like the Republicans have pretty successfully like um, polarized that. So now, even if Mueller did come out, like. If he said Trump laundered money and was totally corrupt and the Russians interfered, I don't feel like anything would result from that. I think that you're probably right. So if there's going to be, if if we're going to like if, get better from this nightmare, 
it's going to be a midterm election. Yeah. So now we did, you know, um, the the polling hasn't been great, but there were three special elections uh, on the state at the state level That's right. since the last time we spoke, and um, they were all for uh, Republican held seats, and two of them flipped. Um, one of them did not. Um, and then we have a big bellwether race coming up in March in the uh, Pennsylvania 18 district where uh, Tim Murphy was um, uh, forced to resign after it came out that uh, despite his pro-life political stance, he had demanded that his mistress get an abortion. Oh, I remember that. So the first polling in that race just came out from... That Connor um, Lamb and the other guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Monmouth, and the Republicans up like two or three points... It's like a Republican um, district. Super heavily Republican district. And but isn't this one of the districts that should be getting ungerrymandered? Like, what's isn't this Pennsylvania? Isn't Pennsylvania yeah, the, the one with the court order? That that will be in effect for the actual midterms. Um, it's not that's not going to be in effect for um, the special election in March. I mean, of all our rectangle shaped states, Pennsylvania is one. Yes, it's true. So uh, the GOP has spent a lot of money and resources in for the special election, and the Democrats haven't. Um, I personally think that's kind of a mistake, but I guess there's... Wait, why? Sp- well, I don't know. I don't know. I guess there are... It's so, I can't believe that- the DNC would make dumb funds allocation choices. <laughs> you know, that flipping one seat in the House is, now isn't going to do that much. but it, Every little bit counts, although Connor Lamb it, wants to get rid of Nancy Pelosi as the Speaker. That's true. Um, I'm a big Pelosi fan. I'm also a pretty big Pelosi fan, um, and much bigger than I, I once was, I will admit. I like uh, her the whole time. In reference to the gerrymandering in Pennsylvania, so the, um, the state legislature, which is Republican-controlled, uh, sent in a new map after the court ruled that the old one was unconstitutional and then the court said that the new map that the republicans sent in was just as bad as the old it one was as gerrymandered like they were like well if we ran an election with this you'd still win like way more seats than yeah it would be appropriate and they're like oh gosh I, I, wow that's so weird we 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 wouldn't how, who would have known so um so now tom wolf the democratic governor um has submitted a map and um There'll be a big fight over it. Um, hey, we have like one minute. Goes. Yeah, so um, other things that happened that we didn't talk about, but I think just worth mentioning is uh, Michael Cohen, Trump's personal lawyer, confirmed $130,000 payment to Stormy Daniels. It's got which a weird th- idea of helping. I think invalidates the non-disclosure well, agreement. She thinks it invalidates the non-disclosure. I think she's right. Yeah, she um, I don't. I don't. I'm not a lawyer. Just today. Um, I see, apparently. It, it seems that any hope for bipartisan DACA legislation was totally torpedoed. Anybody who had that hope was a moron. That, which is true. So that, that's nothing to be expected. I feel like I'm like so much more cynical than everybody <laughs> I talk to. In but, some good, hey, there was some good news though. Yeah. Um, uh, the um, Israeli federal police. <laughs> this um, is the good su- news. Yeah, suggested that um, good old Bibi. Uh, and keep in mind that I am really a supporter of the existence of the state of Israel, but I'm not a supporter of good old Bibi. Um, and they, Netanyahu they... came and like gave a speech to Congress that was like, "Fuck Obama, that guy's a loser." Yeah, that's true. I don't, I don't like that. No, he's an he's an asshole. Um, 
but it turns out that he's also an asshole who takes bribes and commits fraud. And he unbelievable! Got caught, I'm so shocked. He got caught doing that by the Israeli version of the FBI, and so they have recommended uh, multiple extremely high-level charges against him. It's unclear whether or not it will actually happen. That's why but, I'm surprised this is the good news because I I would be surprised yeah. if anything happens to him. See, the the chief of staff of the VA chief David Shulkin was caught. Uh, doctoring emails um, that in order to allow uh, illegally taxpayer money to pay for this guy's wife to accompany him on first class flights to Europe. Um, and uh, that's that's really, really terrible and corrupt and awful. And I think that's all I've got. Do you have anything that you want to end on? <laughs> I mean... No, we better we better fucking win these midterms, or the situation is going to be really bad. Uh, yeah, I think the midterms are basically the whole ball game. They're like, yeah, it's like, will America live? I mean, I've given up on the Senate. It's really the House. I I don't know, man. Don't give up. Just fight. I shouldn't. I shouldn't give up on the on the Senate. Be but... like what Winston Churchill said when he was like, "We should right. dominate people of color." Wait, no, the other thing, the thing where he was like, "Fight on the beaches." Fight on the beaches. And, yeah. Yeah, well... He was a racist colonialist. Come at me. That's what I'm going to end on. Well, he was, but we would all be... Of course he was. We, we would all be living under Nazi occupation. Look, man, you asked me... I, it was, this was my turn to say something, and I chose to use my time to call out Winston Churchill for being a huge racist. Okay, Winston Churchill, huge racist and savior of what Western democracy. What are you doing? You're, you're not going to let me just get... You're not going to let me express that he he was undeniably been, a giant racist? No, I, well, I agree with you. He was. Uh, and, Whereas uh, Neville Chamberlain was a paragon of, of, of virtue, I'm sure and, he was racist too. But yeah, I gotta he, look into it. Maybe I'm he wrong. Had great, he had a great mustache. Um, and on that note, thanks to Neville Chamberlain's mustache, and thank you for listening to Santa Check. Make sure to join us again next week. And if you liked what you heard, you can subscribe at iTunes, at the Google Play Store, or at our website sanitycheckpod.com. And in the meantime, keep resisting and persisting.